Hold on a second. There's a new episode here in my favorite podcasting app by Two Weird Camera Beards. But there was, yeah, there was one last week. What? Is this a mistake? No, it's no mistake. So Kevin and I are starting a new series here. It's called Where Are They Now? And it's where we talk to somebody who's worked at Midwest Photo in the past. We shoot the breeze. We see what they've been up to since they've left. And we sort of reminisce about the days that they worked here. So I think it's going to be a ton of fun. I, I think you guys are going to enjoy this a lot. And stick around. You may... you. You may hear somebody that you recognize that you don't see around the shop so much anymore. Uh, yeah. Enjoy. You may notice that our podcast may sound a little different. While we always wear a mask and social distance during recordings, Tom and I have moved to a more open and not so enclosed environment to ensure an even safer environment for recording. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rode Microphones. Rode is an Australian-based audio equipment company with a great U.S. support team that makes quality consumer and professional microphones and accessories. Here at Two Weird Camera Beards, Tom and I use a Rodecaster Pro mixer and Rode pod mics to record each episode. If you're interested in Rode audio equipment, Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller, and you can find their products by visiting mpex.com and searching Rode. That's mpex.com, search R-O-D-E. And a special thanks to Ray Sherlow. Ray wrote the music that we use for the show. It's the song Try a Little Harder from his album Forward Facing. If you dig his music like I do, check out the link in the show notes. Thanks, Ray. record on both the the zoom and on the on the board okay so now we're now we're recording um how's your day i'm tired i just woke up actually (laughs) oh man california time yeah yeah it's Uh, 9 a.m i took a a quick shower and uh jumped on here nice thanks for thanks for taking the time man yeah for sure yeah no problem i'm glad you guys hit me up How's uh how's life been uh over the last uh pandemic period for you there in California? Dude, it's been rough out here. Uh epicenter, you know, kinda. Well no, I mean I guess not epicenter. That's the wrong word to say. Uh it's just been crazy, lockdowns and everything, you know, works hard. Yeah. Uh I'm full time freelance. So uh yeah, I had some time off for a little bit. <laughs> had sure. to live off the savings. Yeah, we were checking out your work on uh, on Instagram, which we'll kind of like dive into here for this for this episode. Um, but what you're producing is is pretty awesome. Have you once like when was your last shoot? Would you say? Uh, well, every time I go skate, uh-huh. it's a shoot. Okay. Um, 
either if it's just your friends or somebody that's actually trying to get something, you know, film something. Yeah. Uh, so I guess every day. Uh, yesterday, the that's last good. two days, though, I've been working on, I do production assisting. I also hmm. do grip uh, work and I also do photo assisting. Okay. Um, so the last two days I've been doing production work, hmm. which is uh, which is cool. Uh, those are long days though, They're like twelve hour days. Whoa, yeah. whoa. How do so? How is that right now with like pandemic stuff? Is that hard or I'm I'm sure that it's tough, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to get COVID tested. Uh, hmm. They usually have like a rapid test as soon as you walk up. Hmm. Wow. Um, so you do the nose swab, and then after that, after you're cleared to go, then Everyone, you know, you have to wear a mask, uh, the KN95 mask the whole time. I think that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. It, it seems it's pretty chill now. I mean, I guess like vaccines and everything are starting mm-hmm. to roll out. So people are a little less on guard, but I mean, everyone's really safe and yeah. things are opening back up. Yeah. And Do you guys have like more limited uh, crew and stuff for that? I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago in the shop that shoots like more like reality TV type stuff. And he was like, mm-hmm. normally we have 18 people on set. Now we have four. So now I have to operate two cameras at once since where normally he would be operating a camera and having a focus puller and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, they are a lot smaller, but yesterday was a, a photo uh, mm. shoot anyways. Oh, nice. And they were just, they were filming uh, behind the scenes on the side um cool so there's probably around 30 of us hmm. i guess on set but it was all outdoors nice okay so cool that's right yeah. all right so for this episode these are shorter mini conversations that we have with older employees of uh midwest that have gone on to do some really cool things um dakota as you can see we're recording this uh via zoom too so you can see he's having his coffee it's gonna be a little, co- <laughs> little, little coffee chat tom and i yeah. are, tom and i already had our coffee i had a soda and a coffee because i needed a little bit of boost this morning um so dakota mullins um i know we went to high school uh together for a short period of time uh and yes. then and then we worked at midwest uh in different eras uh you worked here mm-hmm. when i wasn't here and i've worked here when you weren't here <laughs> <laughs> Um, where are you now? Like, tell us, tell us what you're, where you are and what you do now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I live in Los Angeles now. Cool. I lived, I lived here for like five and a half years or so. I think that's what's going on. Maybe almost six years. It's, <laughs> it seems like forever. That went so fast. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like insane. Uh, yeah, I live out here and I, I would, as I'm a freelance photographer, or in skateboarding yeah yeah and uh, and uh, many other things i guess <laughs> uh we checked yeah we checked out your work on instagram uh we'll put you, your instagram handle in the show notes of this episode but uh really cool uh skateboarding work that you do yeah um very Definitely. very much reminds me uh of like a mix of new school and old school skate photography oh yeah um just some really really nice stuff and uh, I was checking out some of the shots, and you know how to compose very well. And this is a, a like a talent that not many people know they have to have when they buy one of these. But you have a talent for composing <laughs> composing very well with a fisheye lens. Uh, that's not an not an easy task. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. Uh, that's funny. We had this. Uh, there's this. There's this other guy that shoots. His name's Cameron Strand, and he's pretty. He's pretty up there in the world, way more than me. But 
he's always like making these jokes where he's just like uh make skateboarders uh the right size again because everybody puts everyone in the top of the frame oh yeah, yeah. All, they're all stretched out yeah you know? like the entire time it's so funny but uh <laughs> yeah fish eyes hard yeah yeah it, can't it be. takes a, it takes a second yeah. to learn that. I mean, my second, I mean like years. <laughs> yeah. What do you, do you have any like tips for somebody for for anyone trying to learn it? Like to uh, shoot with a fisheye or just do it until you're good at it? Yeah, I mean <laughs> my whole thing is just trial and error. Uh yeah. I mean if you're shooting skating or like action sports, I guess in that sense it's just uh, don't be afraid to get hit. <laughs> oh man <laughs> be ready to like pull away you know yeah. it's the closer you can get it the better but uh yeah yeah try not to i mean i'll, I'll set it i use the 8 to 15 oh, okay uh, the, the canon one and uh i try to put it at 15 and get as close as possible with that so people aren't warped you know yeah. and yeah. then if i need a little bit of extra room i'll kind of yeah. push it out a yeah. little bit you know and then uh, go as low as possible and put someone in the sky. Yeah, it's know. great. I don't think people realize, like, especially with something that wide, how freaking close you have to be to your oh, subject yeah. for them to not take up, like, such a small amount of the frame. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, people love to... I don't, I, yeah, I see a lot of guys, they step back a little bit. But yeah. I'm, dude, you, you need to push forward as far as you can go. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you, um, do you remember when you worked for Midwest or how long, uh, you worked for Midwest? Uh, I worked, I think I worked for Midwest for really, it was less than a year. I think it had to have been like eight months okay, or so. And it was probably in, I'm going to say 2014. Yeah. So did you, is that what it would be? Yeah. 2014, 2015. I think it was 24. Okay. And do you did you work at the new store, or the the uh, old store? I worked at the old store. Okay. Right before they moved, so I got out of the uh, the moving process. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't uh, I wasn't around for that one either, and I, I. So the people that were here when you were working were like Casey, Jake. I'm yeah. sure. Like, I mean, Sonny's yeah. been here forever. Yep. Uh, what were like Matt was probably here at that time too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Me and Matt used to go out. He would, like, come pick me up on Saturday mornings, like, super early. Huh. And uh, we would go shoot large format. Oh, he'd teach me how to shoot large format. That's I cool, a lot man. There. That's so cool. <laughs> Did yeah, you ever try so... to shoot skateboarding large format at all? <laughs> nah, that's no. too expensive. I don't think you can <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That would be... Uh... You'd need, like, a speed graphic at least or something. Yeah. yeah that'd, I... that'd be tough to focus. Yeah. I... Yeah, you definitely have to like zone focus or something. Yeah. Do you? Uh, did you? Did you? Did you shop here before? Like, how did you find the shop, or how did you find the job? Like, did you start? This was your your shop that you were getting gear from. Um, no. I mean, I bought film there. Yeah. Uh, I always went down to Embassy Skate Shop, which was on the opposite corner. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so I would always be there in the Cornerstone Deli, you know, eating over there and yeah um it was between them and then i'd go to uh columbus camera group as well too and uh yeah just bought film i was yeah i was pretty much like a film i was only shooting 35 for the like the longest time yeah and then and then um i bought ended up buying a digital camera but i bought it through like this is bad like being a or something i should have bought it through midwest sorry 
It <laughs> <laughs> happens. Sometimes you got to get gear somewhere else. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you have, so you had, you had already been working with film and then uh, transitioned to digital. You'd mentioned that you were only shooting 35 at any point. Were you shooting like medium format? Uh, no. Okay. Actually, I wasn't. It was, it was, I mean, yeah. The way I got into photos, really, the way like my process was getting to where I am now is so weird. Hmm. Because, uh, I mean, like in high school, we had Jaeger, right? You know, yep. in the film in the film class, and he taught us thirty five millimeter and how to load our own film and do everything like that. So the longest time, I only did that. Okay. And I was just like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to buy a digital camera. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then, uh, as you know, it got really expensive to buy film. And then I was like, oh, I have to transition over. But it took many years for me to get to that point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, yeah. did you have a um, when you when you kind of were shooting and and did, what was your favorite film stock? I guess is what I'm trying to get to. Were you more black and white, more color, and if so, like what was your go to? Uh, more. I love black and white. Yeah. More than color. If I could just shoot mm. black and white all the time. If clients didn't ask for color, I would just expect you get only black and white. Yeah. Uh, but I'd shoot two max, you know, four hundred or something. Okay. Mm. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, what was the, when you, when you worked here, what was your, like, what was your big takeaway? Did you take away any information that you, uh, that helps you today? Is there anything that, <laughs> that you, that's an easier process now, uh, that you learned here while you were working here? Uh, well, I worked in the rental department. Oh, okay. So. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that. I thought, I thought you were in sales. So you worked in was rentals. That, so was that yeah. like, so Fred and TJ and those guys were probably around? Maybe even Dennis yeah. at the time? Yeah. Yeah. Dennis. Well, I worked with Steve Warren and Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, they, those guys were around TJ and everybody else. But, uh, hmm. yeah, it, uh, I don't know. I used that as like, uh, I used the rental department to just learn as much as I can because I didn't go to college you know, after high school for photo or anything like that. So I was like, all right, this is a good way to just like learn all the equipment really quick yeah. and then be able to test stuff out as much as I can, you know, because Steve yeah. and them would let me just take out whatever gear wasn't rented over mm-hmm. the weekend. So I would just take that out and just shoot everything I possibly could. Nice. You know, was there so. anything that like in that time period that you like discovered that you didn't think you'd at all be interested in and it like helped you way more or anything like that? Like, did you discover like a fisheye lens in that time or anything <laughs> like that? You know? No, I, I mean, no, I mean, it, skateboarding, uh, shooting skating is like pretty, I, I mean, at least for me, maybe I've just been doing it for so long. It's pretty like cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, but I guess one of the things I learned would be like hypersync and then flash oh. duration and freezing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is very important. Yeah. In that, um, especially in motion, um, which is a lot of things that I think a lot of people don't understand either. It's flash duration. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. And how it can how it can freeze uh, motion. But uh, but yeah, that was that was a huge thing. Yeah. Is yeah. that? That's cool. Because I was always I was always looking for the sharpest photo. Yeah. Uh, at the time, and I was like, if I can dial in being sharp, then I can start doing weird stuff. Yeah. Later. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Had so. you, uh, so like kind of speaking of lighting, had you worked with lighting prior, like in your film days at all, or had you had not experimented with that until you had maybe gone digital? No, I did not experiment with it until I went digital. I was like too afraid to yeah. like, 
lighting, waste them. Lighting, lighting can be intimidating, and especially when you're working with a limited resource like it's film. So, yeah, lighting with film, is that's a tough teacher yeah. to, to teach you film or to teach you lighting. You're going to burn through some dollars if you're going that route. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I still haven't even touched that realm yet, so. Yeah. Um, so you shoot, So you shoot digital now. Um, we were checking out your work. You do some work for, uh, and tell us if we're okay to mention this. You do some work for, it looks like Thrasher. Um, mm-hmm. you've, you got some really cool shots and we'll, like I said, drop your Instagram handle into the, to the show notes. What do you, like, what's your, you, you'd mentioned shooting with an eight to 15 Canon, but what, uh, body do you shoot with? Like, what's your primary body? Um, well, my primary body is a, uh, Canon 5D Mark IV. Okay. Hmm. And then my backup camera if that thing goes, is my 6D Mark II. Okay. Which is like, you know, a little bit smaller. It was mm-hmm. a little bit cheaper body. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll have that, you know, off to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I have, I have a lot of stuff now that I keep around. Uh, I've been really into the Canon, um, the EOS 1N, or like the 1. Do you guys mm. know of that camera? Yeah, the film yeah. camera, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've been using that a lot as well. That nice. thing's a uh, beast, isn't it? Dude. That thing goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I love that thing right now. Um, and like it's you know you can use all of my lenses I use for my five D mm-hmm. on that camera as well. So I'm just been like experimenting with fisheye and stuff like that with that thing. Nice. That's rad. It's very cool. Do uh, you cool. do you have any interest in any of the mirrorless hubbub that's going on? No. No, <laughs> you got your system down. It kind of, it kind of sounds like with your process that you're just like, it works. I don't know, so don't like you try to screw. Yeah, you just you get yeah. the system down, and then like what's left is what what cool stuff can we do in front of the camera now? Yeah, I mean, also too, I just I like hearing the mirror. Hmm. You know? Yeah, like I I like hearing it hit the camera. I like uh, that it's there to hold out. Maybe I mean, I don't know how much dust it actually holds back, but it holds up off enough, you know, when I'm yeah. in the street all the time, mm-hmm. changing, lens, changing lenses as much as I do. Um, I kind of need that little, I, I like having it there. It's safety. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. I didn't yeah. even think with, with like uh, action in sports uh, or extreme sports photography that your sensor on a mirrorless oh, yeah. setup might get a lot, uh, a lot dirtier and you have to go through a lot more cleanings. <laughs> Yeah, I also like, um, this is kind of nerdy and weird of me, but um, in fil- when you're filming skating and like in skate videos, when you watch them, uh, when somebody's shooting a sequence, you can hear how loud their camera is, you know? Oh, yeah. And you can hear that mirror like hitting and it makes this like crazy noise in the background of the clip. And it just, I like that added yeah. little thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can understand that. That is, I, that is a cool little feature of a BTS video. On- yeah. Adds yeah. to some of the intensity and stuff that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just like a cool little thing to hear in the background. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And if it's paired if it's paired well with the, the images, uh, you could even maybe line up the audio of the mm-hmm. of the camera firing off with the images into mm-hmm. the video, which would be cool. Yeah. Wow, yeah, we'd be good. What, um, like what uh, yeah, you can you just put a special thanks in your next video for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you do you do video too of of skate work, or is it just stills? Just stills. Okay. Um, I have been thinking about buying. I really want to buy a Bolex camera and shoot some sixteen millimeter. Okay, which yeah. is kind of like that's a big move. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. 
I mean, yeah, that's a that's just a thought that I've had. But um, that'd be rad, though. That'd be really cool, especially if you were able to find some like black and white stock film stock to shoot and like mac like mesh it up with like your your film shooting. Yeah, yeah that would be, be that sweet. would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a whole nother realm. Uh, I haven't even started that climb yet. I guess. Yeah. And then also, I kind of feel feel weird about doing it because I'm like, dang, is that too trendy right now? Everyone's using 16 millimeter and like eight millimeter like footage in their videos. So yeah. Hmm. Um, kind of circling back to to the shop, do you have like a favorite memory, favorite story, uh, shenanigans that you may have gotten into while you worked here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I don't know, man. Uh, I was pretty boring there. I don't think I really did. It was such a short amount of time. Yeah, I was there. You weren't there, like uh, pranking any of the guys or anything like that. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis was not a joker. No, but Dennis, <laughs> dude, Dennis was not a joker. And if you're listening yeah. to this, Dennis, you're the man. I love you, but yeah, he is a very serious guy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he, there was not a lot of joking going on no. in the rental department then. So. Yeah, he was he was a very organ- Tom. Did you ever yeah. meet Dennis? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked he, with him for like he was. He was here when I just started working <laughs> at Midwest Photo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a tough uh, cookie to crack, but once you do, he'll talk to you a lot. Actually, he's he's a really good dude. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, Dennis. Yeah. Um, so do you, uh, we have quite a, we've, we have seen employees come and go and we even have some new employees, uh, within the last, like what, Tom, you like, hired. We've got two people in the last week and then I've got another guy starting. Yeah. Do you have, a couple weeks. do you have any, uh, advice for new employees that get started here? Uh, as you know, it could, sometimes it can be intimidating for folks. Sometimes it's just, you, you ease right in and you, you feel at home, but do you have any advice for them that when they're getting mm-hmm. started? Yeah, I mean, just use everybody around you to learn as much as you can from there. That's like such a good uh, Midwest is such a good uh, stepping stone if you're trying to, um, uh, I guess, work in the industry or just create something. There's so many people there that you know yeah. also want to make things as well. So just ask them questions and ask if they want to make something with you. Yeah, uh, like I said, you know, with Matt he used to come and pick me up early <laughs> in the morning, like four a.m. on like a Saturday. <laughs> I'd be so hungover and he'd just be like, (laughs) (laughs) he would just be like, dang, I can't believe you woke up, but you came. And I'm like, yeah, I want to learn. And we would pack these large format cameras up into the Hawking Hills and just shoot all morning until the sun came up. Nice. And then, and then uh, drive back. So yeah, it's, that's crazy. He still does that, by the way. (laughs) I talked talked to him last week and he was like, yeah, he rolled into the store and he was like, yeah, I, I woke up at, some ungodly hour mm-hmm. <laughs> without talking hills dude he love he loves that i love that he loves that too because mm-hmm. that just shows how much dedication he has you know and it's just i mean like he he's always talking to me about it he's like dude you just show up like that's how you did it you just showed up you know you show up on time and just do your thing and then mm-hmm. just yeah just be open to everything it's pretty cool and matt Marash is like a he's like an encyclopedia of like yeah, the most cam- camera nerd guy I know. Yes. Especially with that stuff, especially with the large format. Like, 
<laughs> I remember, I think it was like last week or somebody, something, somebody was, called in and asked for like a wide angle lens that covered 8x10. And like mm-hmm. literally it was on his day off and he emailed me back in like 10 seconds and rattled off like three lenses that I was like, how do you know, like just off the top of your head that we've got these in stock and like whatever, like what their what their coverage is and what they're like, yeah, uh, it's insane. Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> He's an enormous That's... resource of information. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so as a as a shooter, so as a photographer rather than an employee, former employee of this of, of Midwest, um, if anybody is getting started in like extreme sports or just skateboard like they're at a skate park and they've got a camera or they're at a you know, they're checking out they they're hanging out with BMXers or whatever, what uh, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you have for people just getting started in that in that style of shooting uh well at least in that usually if you're gonna do something like that uh you're usually doing that sport beforehand i would assume Mm -hmm. okay um but yeah i mean it's the same it's the same thing that rule applies to what i just said before that like um that rule applies to everything yeah that i do you know what i'm saying so it's just like show up ask questions be down Mm. and uh and you'll figure it out from there there's no really wrong way to do that if you follow those steps there's no wrong way to go about it yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah just show up and do it so kind of on that same vein do you feel like it would be harder for somebody who doesn't skateboard to capture people who do skateboard or do you do you think it's possible or do you think it's just more difficult for those people it's possible but yeah, it is probably a little harder, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess you could study photos and then study footage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just watch it over and over and over again until you're like, oh, this is what this is. And then, like, read the caption of the photo and be like, oh, okay. When someone does a kickflip, they shoot it at this point. Yeah. So I have to, like, you know, figure out how to shoot it at this point, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, even I had to do that kind of, even though I was skating for so long. Um, there are rules with everything, you know, you're shooting or doing, there are rules to go about, hmm. like, low key, you know, like, underneath, like, these little weird underlying rules. Yeah, like, um, what, for things. that's crazy. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that, like, what you just said in terms of, like, what's the best photo that I can make that's going to showcase the, 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 the move that, that's happening in front of you right there that actually yeah. kind of... I mean, if you do, if you take a picture of a kickflip at the beginning part, it just looks like an ollie, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the funny thing with the, well, that's why I said kickflip is that, um, so you wouldn't shoot it when the board was upside down. You would actually shoot a photo of a kickflip when, usually when someone kickflips, their back foot catches the board first and their front foot is off. Mm. Um, so you would shoot it at that moment when their back foot is on and their front foot is off. Now, that's huh. just like, old that's how i shoot them there are other ways to shoot it um so if somebody's listening to this and like dude he's wrong like (laughs) it's just uh, (laughs) yeah that's just different styles at that point probably right yeah yeah and and, you know other people just shoot it like that um i've seen it that's the way i like to view it um there's times that i've shot it where it's like you know halfway there or something like that where i'm like oh i'm just trying to get a little weird but um it's loose but there is sure you know uh, Interesting. Are there are there any moves that like you're like, I feel like I can capture this better than whoever on whatever. Like just like 
that one doesn't really show the part of the trick that I like the most or whatever. Like, is there, or do you have do a you have, favorite move that you like capturing? Yeah. Uh, anything. Well, I mean, tray flip, kick flip, as far as like, hmm. uh, flip tricks would go. But, uh, if you're going to grind, I guess it would be like a backsmith. It's probably anything that somebody's doing backside is better. Cause usually their face is showing yeah. okay. away from, uh, so, is yeah, it, you always want to keep their face in the photo yeah. as much as you can. Do you have, like, a, a dream, like, photo shoot, like, skate photo shoot? Uh, like, you're, you're, do you have, like, uh, after this, like, what, el- what else is there or anything like that? Like, shooting a bull in, like, in, like, L.A. or something like that with Tony Hawk? I don't know. Like, what, <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the end move for you? I think, I mean, really what I want to do is, like, big production shoots. Oh, um, so I, I want to shoot a Jeep commercial, which is like random. But okay. I thought um, when you said big production, I was like, so like studio production lighting around some sort of like skateboard ramp or something like, I don't know. I mean, I even, know. even the Jeep commercial would be like, you know, there'd probably be 40 people yeah, working on that all at once. But I uh, mean, that's a pretty, I'd be a pretty big one or, yeah. um, I've been really into fly fishing lately. Okay. Dude, that's so, cool. Yeah. So I would like to shoot some like something for this brand called Orvis or like oh, yeah. maybe even Patagonia fly fishing. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to branch out a little bit or like the only reason why I started fishing a lot is just to like, you know, take my mind off of working so mm-hmm. much because you're just in the field every it's, day. It's very meditative. Doing things. Yeah. It's meditative. It's, yeah. it's relaxing. Do you like yeah. tie your own flies and all that stuff? No, I haven't gotten that far yet. This is a, this is like within the last year of fly fishing that I've started. Okay. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting there. It's a yeah, stepping stone. Give him some time, Tom. My brother's <laughs> big into fly fishing. And there's a place up here in Columbus called, I think it's Mad River Outfitters. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like big. And like he goes there and takes fly fishing, like like fly tying classes and all that stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's an art form. Like it's crazy what people do to like, yeah, to get, to get things to look in the way they want them. It's crazy. I actually have a friend. I don't know if he still works there. His name's Joey. They used to work at that Mad River Outfitters. Mm. But um, people use like elk hair and mm-hmm. like they use like y- yarn and like all this stuff to tie that. So it's, it's pretty interesting. I just haven't gotten that far. Yeah, and it yeah. seems like it's also like shooting film with flashes. Mm-hmm. It's intim- It's intimidating Yeah. to do. <laughs> it's yeah. a task. Yep. There's a lot of steps from what it sounds like. Yep. Yeah. But cool well dakota we we thank you very much for for coming on early early this morning and uh having a coffee and and taking time to talk with us about the cool things that you're doing um we'll definitely again make sure that we put your instagram handle in our show notes so people can check you out um we may yeah what's what's next for you what's your next shoot um what would be next i actually don't have anything lined up right now i think i'm gonna uh i'm trying to shoot something for lakai Okay. Uh, wow. I have a grip job coming up next week. And that's about it. Dude, that's it's cool. Day, it's day by day in skating. You just never know what's going to happen. You just you yeah. just have to be there. Yeah. yeah. That's like the it's funny to hear you talk about all of the stuff that you're doing and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like somebody that used to work alongside Dennis like a grip <laughs> shoot like I've got a grip shoot and I'm going to be like, yeah, all of that stuff, all of the the production and all that stuff. Like that's that's really cool. Yeah. Very technical. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm just turning into Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more chatty, I think, but at least, uh, at least on the surface, I've only met you. And I, I mean, you know, I feel like this is like a week into working with Dennis. It was where we're at right now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, next time I'm in town, we have to go. I'll come by the shop, and we'll have to go shoot or something. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Dude. So. Yeah, absolutely. Or fish, either one. Yeah, I'm down to go fishing whenever. Just yeah. let me know. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. All right, man. Thanks so much. Uh, as always, you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, share your photos with us um, or shoot us questions on our Instagram at the number two weird camera beards or at MPEX underscore photo underscore video. You can also send any images, questions to our email at the number two weird camera beards at MPEX.com. Special thanks to Mr. Dakota Mullins. Thank you so much, dude, for coming and uh, chatting with us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I guess. No problem. Like I said, thank you for hitting me up and but bringing me out, I guess, I don't know, Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good to meet you. I, we were kind of curious how this was going to go because I was like, Kevin, have you worked with him? I was like, I was like, I was He's a cool dude then, and he worked here, so he's got to be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, podcasts are hard. I don't know how you guys do it, but um, we power yeah, that's We have a very, very. Um, uh, her name's, uh, this is our next thing, so our executive producer, Maddie O'Neill, she keeps us in line. Uh, Tom and We always describe ourselves, Tom and I are two oh cats gosh. that she has to herd. I was going to say, I think we don't have any problem talking, Kevin and I don't, yeah. but uh-huh. it's it's keeping things focused and on track. Yep. And I can already tell by Kevin's glances over at me to like <laughs> quit talking to you and bringing up past <laughs> things because I just want to <laughs> talk to you about, about stuff that's, yeah, Midwest photo, but yeah. <laughs> So thanks to Maddie O'Neill. Thanks to uh, the president, Moisha Applebaum, and our VP, Ken Lewis. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. See you, Dakota. Later, guys. See you, man.